All right, Pancreation Philosophy, episode 171. <laughs> Hello, welcome, or welcome back, all you listeners. And thank you to our sponsors. We got Habrock Sports. That's Habrock Sports, Passion That Burns. They got Nutrition, BJJ, and MMA Gear. Check them out, habrocksports.com. Use promo code Pancration at the store. Also, thank you to the people at patreon.com that support the show. You can support the show as well, patreon.com slash Pancration. Shout out to the sponsoring philosophers. We got Ryan Wang. We got Tom Kravitz and Shiloh Cleofi. Thank you for supporting the show. Thank you to my homie on SoundCloud, Floating Forest, giving me the intro music. And thank you to Endo, helping us record here. And thank you to my guest, Mike hey, DeVore. what's going on? Hey, what's Back, up, man? baby. Back. Back. <laughs> most, most repeated guest. Ah, uh, you know, you know the- I've only been living in Seattle for two years now. <laughs> Bring it on. Bring it on. <laughs> Uh, what's up, man? Good to have you back. Thanks for having me. I'm glad to be back. Uh, I, I enjoy doing this podcast a lot, so I just love hanging out with you. So, like, uh, I think it's really cool, and this, especially this new studio is pretty dope. So, endo, fucking cool, sh- cool shit. <laughs> the, the good yes. gear. The good. It is. It, it it is the good gear. But well, I guess what we're talking about today is creativity, and I selected this for sure because of you're coming on, Mike. Especially, I'm, I'm just curious about, like, your thoughts on creativity. I know authenticity is, like, big for you. I guess, like, what when you hear the word creative, like, what comes to mind? It's freedom. Like, uh, just uh, freedom to explore. Uh, yeah, like, it, I don't know. It's just, uh, I think everyone, like, has, like, a, some type of creative itch mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in them. Like, it may not be, like, art per se, but, like, I think, like, there, there's creativity in everybody. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, depending on people's occupations, like they, they may not be able to explore that side of the creativity. Mm-hmm. So I, like, like, for, like, for example, my buddy, like he, he started a podcast just because he felt like he needed to do something different. Okay. Like it's, it's not like he's like making music or like, like painting or whatever, but like yeah. he felt like this side of the things, like just to talk about movies and film and television. Yeah. He felt that that was needed in his life. So. Got it. To express himself. To express himself. Like yeah. an outlet, if you will. Yeah, exactly. No, for, no, for sure. I I really think, and and you mentioned that not necess- that not all art needs to be creative or not or being creative doesn't necessarily mean art. But I would say that there like a creative outlet is kind of necessary like for life or I guess not necessary necessary. I feel like I feel like my life would be a lot emptier if I didn't have creative outlets. Agreed. Agreed. Like for sure. I guess for you, like Mike, like what are how are some of the ways like you found your creative outlets? Uh it's like early on, like I was like in high school and like, you know, middle school, growing up, uh, I was always creative. I was always trying to make, like, I, I used to make music. Like I used to produce music using FL studio and everything. And, uh, so like I wanted to be an audio engineer. I wanted to be an audio production, uh, or a producer in general. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so I bring that up because it's like, I, I was just, well, I used to be in a dance troupe too. Dance troupe. Yeah. Nice. I used to be in a dance troupe. Hitting but, all those Asian stereotypes. Yeah. <laughs> <right there. laughs> no, I used to be a part of this youth dance troupe and like, okay. uh, uh, let's not, let's not dig into it. Let's, let's not, let's not pull up pictures. Dig into it. <laughs> uh, no, but like, I've always been the creative type. And then like, I remember like, 
<clears throat> I turned uh, like 18 to like, I, I remember my years from 18 to 22. I started working. Like I worked at office depot, I worked at Costco. Mm-hmm. And I, so I started to like lose that creative side in me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then I joined the Navy where they mm-hmm. pretty much strip you of that identity. Yeah. Uh, but like, uh, but I felt like uh, at the time, like I felt like my creativity, I was like, Oh yeah, that, that was something I did when I was younger. Yeah. I don't think I need that anymore. And it wasn't towards the end of my Naval career that I was just like, fuck, like I need some type of outlet. I need mm-hmm. to do something creatively. Mm-hmm. So part of the reason why I'm so creative now with my uh, with my with my uh, creative projects is because it's like I felt like I repressed it for those years in the yeah. Navy, and yeah. now I'm just like you know what, like that wasn't who I was. So let me just express myself even more. Got it. Your essentially your creativity was block yeah. blockaded. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and even like even like there are moments where like I was able to be creative in the Navy, like mm-hmm. and then, like mm-hmm. there there was this and this is on YouTube. Where I, I performed a uh, rap like on, on like in the middle of deployment, yeah. where I made a song about cleaning stations, which is like cleaning the ship. Yeah, uh, and like I, I again I won the talent show nice. with that performance, yeah. and uh, and then I also made a couple like parody songs while I was in, while I was in the navy. And I remember like one of my officers, and he was just like, "What are you doing in the navy?" He's like, <laughs> "He's like either like go officer or get the fuck out and pursue your shit." Yeah. So like he yeah. like that was the first time I heard like, wow. like someone someone was just like dude, like, what are you doing? Like, uh, mm-hmm. you, like, you need to be out there. So yeah, ever since then, I just, I just said, fuck it. And I just do what I want to do creatively. Nice. How about you? And know how's the road to your creative outlets? Well, um, I was, uh, I was always into music. Mm-hmm. I was in, you don't say I was in band <laughs> and in elementary school. My older brother who was nine years older than me. He also played in, in band in school and so I always thought that was cool there was always like a, an organ in the house mm-hmm. that I would tinker around with um, there was a there was I was part of this uh, gifted program uh, in elementary and junior high school mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it, they stressed uh, creativity a lot oh nice um, in fact there was a a ton of the entrance exams into the program were like half of it was centered around cognitive ability, but uh, half of it, literally half of it was centered around uh, creativity and fluid thinking. Mm -hmm. So I think during that time we we met once a week in elementary school and then every day in junior high as, as an alternate first period. Mm Mm-hmm. And we mm-hmm. would go to the high school for first period for this thing and then go back to our regular junior high. But they always did things, they always did exercises on like brainstorming and lateral thinking. They would constantly like throw us those silly puzzles where like like you, you, come, you go into a sealed room and there's a guy hanging from the from the roof like okay. he, he killed himself but yeah. there's like no stool or anything how did that happen yeah yeah you have to ask questions and think kind of outside of the box that's so. pretty dark for middle school <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> all right kids <laughs> but it here was, we go that's just, that's just the the like the, as the artist you're gonna kill yourself one day <laughs> mr yeah. emerson killed himself <laughs> or the one where like a guy comes to a bar mm-hmm. and the bartender pulls a gun on them and then the the patron thanks him profusely and then leaves. And then you're supposed to like figure out why. Um, 
So, so puzzles yeah, like that, yeah, okay, like, okay, that, okay. that made you think, try to see situations outside of the normal line of thinking. Kind like of breaking, like the guy of, yeah. who hung himself used yeah. a block of dry ice, dry ice, Got just, it. Dry evaporates. ice just evaporates. Yeah. Um, cool. The guy came to the bar with hiccups. And the guy scared him with a gun, yeah. and he thanked him. Got it. That's pretty cool. Just silly, silly puzzles like that. Mm-hmm. Um, That's awesome. You had that experience growing up, like to like in, uh, engage in the creativity. Yeah, because a lot of times, like now, like you just see like in the news, like they're just cutting arts, from cutting school. it. Yeah, they don't need that creative stuff. <laughs> Crazy. I, I, yeah, it kills me when I hear about music programs getting yeah. shut down, and it's happening all the time, yeah. left and right. Music programs, art programs, yeah. I, I, I agree with you. I, I think everyone has, or at least, I, I think it's natural to, I don't know if it's natural. I, I think we all want to express ourselves. Yeah. I think yeah. that's completely important mm-hmm. to, mm-hmm. like, the need to express yourself. And um, when, when I think about creativity and I think about these things, these exercises they made us do, I feel like, I feel like as a society, whether it's through schooling, whether it's through parenting, whether it's through after high school you go to the navy, and by design they want to like make soldiers. You know, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Cu- cookie cutter sh- soldiers, so that there's discipline. Mm-hmm. It makes sense. Yeah. But there's these these there's. I feel like we all. You talked about everyone has the capacity for creativity. Everyone has the desire for self-expression. Mm-hmm. I feel like. We can only do things through the course of our life to hamper us creatively, to yeah. like dull our desire for self-expression, for self-expression, to repress yeah. that, mm-hmm. and uh, we can only do things that make us less creative. Like yeah. I think the the default the state natural is of creative most, state. of most people. Most things are just kind of dampening. Yeah. This uh, creative, playful spirit. I mean, you see it in in kids all the time. Mm-hmm. They're just they aren't taught to like get in line. Yeah. yeah, they just and their brains just fire off all over the place. Mm-hmm. So that um, I feel like that cultivation, or rather lack of repression, helped me when I decided to like pursue a career in music and become a musician. But but it when I think about like things I admire and that when they talk about self-expression and creativity, even, even things like when Bruce Lee talks about self-expression, mm-hmm. it, whether it's, it, it's not music or art that he's doing, it's, it's fighting, you know? Yeah. But, yeah. But he, he considers what he's doing art. Yeah. I, I think when you talk, when you, when you say, uh, we all have, we all want to express ourselves and we all want to be creative. It doesn't necessarily have to be art. I think you can look at anything that's self-expression as art, as art. even <laughs> though it's not traditionally, defined as such well that reminds me like i took a class in like uh and i ever since i took this class in college uh like art history like the biggest thing that they said is like art is subjective yes so like like like, uh in that that's why you know it's funny it's easy to look at a painting and it's just like a blotch and it's like that's not fucking art the hell's this but like (laughs) it's subjective like there's a purpose there's a reason or there has to be a reason why the artist chose to do that specific thing mm-hmm. and it may move someone else yeah exactly you, mm-hmm. you don't get to decide what's art to me and i don't get to decide what's art to you exactly exactly yeah the subject of art has always been like curious especially like for me because i grew up in a in a there wasn't yeah there wasn't really like music like going on it like in my fa- at least in my immediate family like in my extended family there was like a bunch of musicians like yeah. 
like I had a lot of uncles and like aunts that were like singers or that but like my mom and dad didn't really like stress at least creativity like for me that kind of sense my uh my sister and my well my sister learned piano and instruments and like that and my brother my younger brother played uh viola and so they were kind of led towards there but like for me uh i just yeah i never got into like music or like drawing or anything it just never I don't know, it just never really spoke to me in that kind of sense. And I thought like, oh, well, I guess art is just those things, right? There's, what what I do is totally different. <laughs> I just beat people up. That's, that's that. And that's an art. And that, <laughs> no, that's the thing. I did, look, look, looking back, I didn't think about it. I was like, oh, that's just, that's just what you do. Do you now yeah. consider martial arts as artistic and creative and oh, definitely. self-expression? It was definitely, that was definitely like my way of expressing. I just like didn't look at it or it was never shown to me in a way that that was like that was what i was doing like from there i guess like some other forms of expression like for me that then ended up uh getting uh becoming more clear to me as time went on was i did like i, I did enjoy like writing and just uh i enjoyed uh and i enjoyed like jokes and observations and stuff like that essentially pretty much what would happen is my particularly my dad in particular he would like he would he, he's definitely one of the funniest people i know but he doesn't consider himself like i guess a comedian essentially but he's like uh he, he has a very i guess like dad kind of humor yeah. but like but but like asian dad humor where yeah. it's like why are you such a failure you know kind of like that, that, that's the thing which yeah yeah, yeah. I was like that's the joke yeah. you and then uh and and that's kind of like what I'm used to. And then I realized, oh yeah, that's exactly what I what I become, yeah. in in terms of that. And then, uh, because I, I enjoyed fighting and I, and I enjoyed like making fun of people or enjoyed like making yeah. fun of make, make, making fun of things because with observations and pretty much I enjoyed like trashing people and then trash talking them. Yeah. Like from there, and I'm looking back, oh that's just that's just what you do. That's just, that's just how it shinko, is. Baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, it's exactly. funny. Sorry. Like yeah. I mean, not in regards to chat, uh, trash talking with Chad. Yeah. But I remember the story he, he told that, that he would <laughs> he would call his coaches like like at two or three a.m. in the morning and just like the first yeah. thing he says he's like I'm open. And <laughs> 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 yes. Yes. Yeah. No, no. No. I really enjoyed it, and I remember like finding like comedy at a, at, a, at a pretty young age, like around, I don't know, probably when I was in my, like maybe like 11 or 12. Like nice. when I, when I, and then I was like, oh yeah, there's like, oh, you can do this stuff. You can just like make fun or you can talk, tell jokes like on a stage. I didn't, I didn't know that was like, oh, that was a thing. That's a choice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't tell me this, yeah. but um, yeah. And then, and then looking back, uh, I, I just enjoyed, yeah. I feel like, oh, that was, that was my way of like, of, of expression. Like yeah. from there, just like, from the from the from the fighting the physical and then like the mental capacity of doing of you know of making jokes and making essentially punchlines because that, that's what i typically enjoyed doing i enjoyed punching and punchlines <laughs> like from there that's awesome so, yeah. chokes and jokes chokes and jokes baby. <laughs> uh well no yeah. there's two things that you said that like kind of resonated right there you know with stand-up it's uh 
it, it is a form of self-expression. You're expressing your unique point of view to the world, mm-hmm. like how, how you see the world and like what what's weird to you. It, like basically, everyone can take a look. It's like for example, at that piano, yes. and then like uh, one person, like the point of comedy is just like, wait, what's up with the leg? Like, like, like why? <laughs> like, like, uh, like what's like what's uh like what what's like why hasn't anyone noticed that before? And then people are like, oh yeah, the leg. And I, actually, I, I'm just saying, I don't know if there's an issue with the leg or not, but like it, it's just like it's, it's just one of those things with comedy, and especially with, with martial arts. Like uh, I think the best thing I heard, and I think it's the jujitsu fighter uh, Ryan Hall. Yeah, love, like, love him. Yeah, like, and I remember like he- hearing him talk about like jujitsu, about how it, it basically it's like you know with jujitsu, you're like learning words at the time, mm-hmm. and then like mm-hmm. from there you you're building up a vocabulary of words in jujitsu, and then like from there you're learning like the, the verbs, the nouns, the grammar, the, the grammar, and then pretty how to make sentences. Yeah, and then how to put sentences together, and then now you're forming paragraphs, and you're like so like the, the, that's artistic in itself, right there. So. Mm-hmm. Or at least it's the building blocks. The, the end goal is to be able to make poetry with those Exa- Exactly. Yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. Yeah. You're absolutely right, yeah. Which, like, at a, the great jiu-jitsu players, it looks like yeah, like poetry out there. Yeah. Poetry in motion. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, and it's, it's interesting because, you know, because it once again goes to, like, what is typically known or what is typically art. Yeah. Like from there, so like for me, looking back, I was like, oh, I'm I, I'm not doing art, but then looking, but now knowing, I, I guess like being wiser, looking at that, oh yeah, I was I was actually I was expressing myself, just like I wasn't aware that that yeah. will that was pretty much what what I wanted to do, yeah. like from there, and so yeah, it's interesting. I look at looking back, and I guess like the cultivating of it, and I mean, I really resonate with Mike too when he realized, oh, if I can. That's kind of pretty powerful, though, how you had some other people, you know, kind of guide you or mention that to you. And then you just taking that on your own as well, because I feel being more creative or adding creativity in life that that just adds so much more. I say so much more like dimensions or so much more. uh, And it just makes life more fun. Yeah. And just simply like that. You're painting color like uh, it just adds color to the world. So Mm -hmm. I agree. It it works beyond what it means to you personally too. I, I struggled with this as a musician in my twenties mm-hmm. about my contribution to society mm-hmm. um, because, you know, society talks about it glorifies other things, more practical things, more yeah. pragmatic things. Pragmatic. Yeah. And um, I, I came to the conclusion personally that I believe that you know art is vital to mm-hmm. society. Oh, yeah. It, it, so mm-hmm. I think what artists do, not just to satiate their own need for self-expression, is important to society. Mm-hmm. It, it makes it makes living worth it. It, mm-hmm. it gives it color and flavor. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like what, like, uh, like, I remember seeing this post by Steve Hofstetter, and I don't know if you guys know who he is. He's a comedian. Like he's known for like his heckle videos. Like he gets heckled a lot. So oh he, yeah, redheaded guy with he, glasses. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And like what he said, and, and this is true. It's like when the pandemic hit. Like what did people turn to when there was nothing else to do? Mm-hmm. They turned to TV, film, and music. And it's and then like he basically said, it's like you need us. Like yeah. like and a lot of people are like, oh, you don't need art. But like, you know, people like it's going back to like the arts are getting cut all left and right. But like in truth of reality, it's it's what you said. Like art is essential to yeah. to like to not be bored in life. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, very 
Very much so. And I think especially looking into the, uh, I, know, I know for me, martial arts, I'm, I'm seeing more, or I guess like letting, letting more like the creative side, like show in that kind of sense, especially like understanding like my, myself as, as a person. Uh, I'd say like the, the self, the self-expression or just being able to, uh, being able to make, make the movements your own. That's kind of what's like kind of one, one of the main focuses like for me is, I mean, I've been involved in martial arts like for a while and if anything, one one thing I note in terms of like in terms of self growth is that you can't you can't just like copy and paste like what you see like from there you need to essentially mold and shape the things you know to make them work for you. Yeah. it's that kind of uh, it's kind of, that kind of utilization of that. Kind of like that, the art of stealing. Ex- exactly. Like basically, like it's, you're not stealing like the thing exactly for what it is. You're not ripping it off, but mm-hmm. you're taking aspects of what inspires you mm-hmm. and applying it to your own art. Exactly, and and that's the thing. I think the uh, the application of that because then it becomes you in yeah. that sense once you once you apply it enough, and it's a thing. You don't want to be like the second <laughs> best version of something else. You want to be the best version. best version of yourself. Yeah, exactly like from there, and I feel like that's especially when it comes to being creative. And I think sometimes that kinds of get lost, especially when uh, there's like almost like a competitive kind of sense of like, especially when it comes to mixed martial arts or martial arts in general, where there's kind of an end means of a goal, like from there of like winning, quote unquote. But in essence, like the more I see, the more I see it, the more I realize that the most successful are the ones that are, that are truly free in, in their movements, yeah. like from there. So it's almost, it's almost a sense of like, uh, especially at the highest, at the highest level, it's, it's unique. It's unique to that person. I, I, f- I feel like someone's movements or someone's like fighting style is as unique to them as their, as their fingerprints. Like when you, when you see that, when you see that silhouette of a fighter, you can immediately know who it is because yeah. only they can move that way. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Like any, like just name, a, you can see, you can see the, their silhouette, how, how they move, whether it be like, you know, Nate yeah. Diaz, Joe, Jose Aldo, Anderson Silva. Steven Wonderboy Thompson. Like, yeah. The, everyone, everyone's, everyone's a unique, you know, has a unique set of characteristics and yeah. mindsets. And that's exactly what's going to transpire in like a physical like and mental form from there. Yeah. yeah, no one fights exactly like someone else. No. They're definitely, you know, close aspects, but still different. I I, re- I read like uh, there's two books that I read about like, in cre- actually the, the full transparency. Yeah. I read half of the book. <laughs> Both of <laughs> half of the books. Like, I have a trouble finishing books. But you had like, I had one If you book. added two, you read a whole book. Uh, no, yeah. there's this one yeah. book uh, called Creative Trespassing Creative and Trespassing. Okay. basically like that's what taught me that you can be uh, like, uh, like you can apply creativity to to your job, even if you're not an artist. Like, for example, like you work in an office, and like you're tasked to like build a spreadsheet. Like, you can design the spreadsheet to like mm-hmm. the like pretty much like to to your like to your creativity, mm-hmm. and like that's part of the reason I wrote I wrote that book. Ah, <laughs> yes, <laughs> Mike, plug that book. Yeah, the book <laughs> is called "Why I Wrote This Million Dollar Book." Uh, <laughs> <laughs> basically, like Endo uh, doesn't know, but like I was uh, I, I'm bipolar, so like uh, like when I was revving up for a, before I knew I was bipolar, I was revving up for a manic episode, and I had this br- brilliant idea. I was like, you know what? I'm going to write a book and sell it for a million bucks, <laughs> and, and sell it on Amazon. So I, I wrote this book, like. Uh, and like, it's, uh, it was like 
eight pages, or it's basically like it's twenty six pages. Eight of them actually have paragraphs on them. <laughs> it's its first draft. I didn't even edit it, and uh, like I, part of it too. Like, I wanted to write the book, but I also wanted to see how easy it was to publish a book. Turns out it's really fucking easy <laughs> like you can like uh like basically in a day or two it was on amazon nice and uh so like so i tried to like set the price for a million dollars but like <laughs> but amazon's like the most we can do is 250 and i'm just like dude like how do- i thought this was amazon i thought you wanted to be rich i'm sorry i thought this was america <laughs> yeah so so i ended up like uh bringing the price down to like four bucks and uh so but yeah no like uh, that's part of the reason why i like, because it, it taught me is like you can utilize your creativity like in, in, in any aspect of your life, and the, the the other half of the book I read was the artist way. The artist way. Yeah, like okay. and it, basically what it taught is like it's like a lot of times people have like that, that inner dialogue to themselves that says like oh oh I'm not a singer like I'm not a songwriter that I'm, imposter kind the, of syndrome. the imposter syndrome yeah. and then like what it teaches you it's like no like. Like you are like these things and mm-hmm. like it teaches mm-hmm. you how to like do uh, daily affirmations of like, like basically like every day. Like, um, and I, I haven't done this in, in about a year, but like when I was doing my, like my canvas, pro- I was doing this every day. Yeah. Basically it's like you, you, the first thing you do when you wake up, you just write like a page or two, like, uh, or you write for 10 to 15 minutes, just free flow, like just free and just to get your ideas out there. Basically what that is it opened like uh, it turns off your editor mode for your creativity. So that way, like basically it's, it's happening. Like, <laughs> like basically like it doesn't give you a chance to be like, Oh, is this good or not? It's like, no, you're just, you're just going for it. And then by throughout your, the rest of your day. And like, I, I truly felt this as like, like, Oh, there, there are no mental blocks. There, there is no writer's block. I, I can just, just put it to paper and then like, I'll just come back to it. Even if it's shit, like but I, I put it out there. So writer's block is a myth developed by laziness <laughs> for real someone yeah. take notes um, but yeah everything you said there combined with when Potrillo first asked you what you know creativity means and you said one word freedom yeah. and you're talking about freedom the freedom of your mind to like just do its thing you know um, I, I think there's a definitely a skill component to creativity and thinking creatively and mm-hmm. what you described like doing it every day it, it it gets you more used to being in that mindset. And I think one of the biggest things that hampers people's creativity is judgment. Mm-hmm. The, the yeah. weight of judgment from others. others, the judgment of themselves in their own mm-hmm. inner dialogue, mm-hmm. like you mentioned, the, yeah. And, and when, when you just vomit, you, you let your brain vomit out these ideas without judgment, you know, with complete freedom there's the skill of brainstorming. Everyone thinks they know how to brainstorm, but they don't. They they immediately like start to filter before they spit out the idea. A true brainstorm, mm-hmm. you just go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What the first thing that comes into your mind, you write it down. That's yeah. a real brainstorm. Like that's a, a and the more you practice that kind of just letting your mind just do its thing with no judgment, the more you practice that the easier it is to think fluidly, the easier it is to think outside of the box and think laterally, mm-hmm. and it's easier to come up with original ideas or even or mishmashes of mm-hmm. existing ideas that come together in a unique way. You know, it's, yeah. it's easier to be creative the more you practice freeing your mind to not care about judgment, yeah. Yeah. both from external or in, internal judgment. I think oh, that yeah. internal judgment is that's so, the big one. <laughs> I, think, yeah. I think I think it's so big because that really reminds me 
of this book I read, The Inner Game of Tennis, and it talks about like the whole book, not just half of it. The whole book. I read the whole <laughs> It was a short book. It's a short book, guys. It's not that impressive. It's like uh but You I read? I, you read? <laughs> like books? <laughs> a real quote by the way. But <laughs> you can find those in books. But yeah, so in the inner game of tennis, it's talking about it's mainly talking about movement, talking about how there's typically there's like you said that there's like a, almost like there's a mental editor that's kind of yelling at you, like but then what it does is it's similar to what what I th- Enda was talking about. There's there's kind of dampening, <laughs> like you're kind of dampening your creativity, like from there. But just like the same way, I feel like with people's like people's movement, there's almost like their their movement is dampened or their way of like thinking also gets dampened. I think that it's the same. It's kind of the same scenario. It's that internal, like external and internal judgment of just not wanting to, uh, I guess, be embarrassed or in that yeah. kind of sense. Like the from fear. there, the, the, failure, the fear, of, fear of failure, fear of failure, yeah. for sure. That's such, that's such a big one. Yes. Yeah. Just like you know, like I know we talked about this before, but like, you know, my canvas project mm-hmm. that I did last year. So basically, mm-hmm. what what ended up happening when the pandemic hit, like, uh, like I was taking, I was like, I was kind of burnt out on comedy. And then, like, I was just going, well, I want to do, I still want to do something creative. And so, like, uh, I, like, for, like, about two months straight, I just, like, created a new song every day. Awesome. Like, uh, so, and just, like, I, I, the, the idea of a canvas is, like, you just have a blank canvas every day, and you just paint it the way you see it. Mm-hmm. And, like, I'll say, like, the majority of the beats were really good. And then I also wanted to rap, so I rapped on some of them. And then, like, <laughs> I, look, like I look back on it, and I'm like, oh, that, that sucked. <laughs> but I still put it out. At the, like, yeah. I, I definitely, like, took them down from my YouTube channel. Uh, but, like, uh, but when I put it, I put look everything. Look that up, look that up. I put it all up there. I just, yeah. just like, kind of, like, like, you know, this is... And then, like, without, like, being, like, judged for, like, uh, like, I didn't care if I was getting judged for the, like, for, like, for my raps or whatever. Mm-hmm. I just, like, I just honestly felt, I'm like, I'm just going to do it for me. And, yeah. like, it felt nice. so, it, it felt free. And then, like, mm-hmm. some of it resonated with other people. Some of it didn't. Like, people, mm-hmm. some people laughed at it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, like, I didn't care. Like, this, this yeah. was for me. Like, uh, yeah. so, yeah. There's also huge benefit to that exercise, not just to practice uh, freeing your mind from judging yourself. Mm-hmm. There's just skilling up, leveling up at the the craft itself. Like mm-hmm. when, when I look back at the first songs I wrote, they're like so bad. Like, yeah. um, you have to, if, if anyone's worried about starting a creative journey and they're just worried about sucking it's like no you have to you're suck you're going to suck like, yeah. you're going to suck and yeah. you have to suck and yeah. you have to suck for a while yeah. Yeah. and you, you just got to keep you, you got to keep writing or, or, or whatever it is you got, for me it was, doing i it. had to keep writing yeah, songs yeah. and then eventually it stopped sucking you yeah. know like well, that, but and, and you have same, to get better at the same thing think. applies to comedy the same yeah. thing applies to martial arts for sure like, like you know like was like oh, adventure oh, time sure. said like the first thing like the first step of getting uh, good at something is sucking at it. Yes. Shake so, yeah. And then and also, te- like, like, I forget, like, the, who the philosopher was, but uh, basically it's, like, the, uh, I forget, like, the, the title of it, but the idea is it's, like, when, whenever, like, like, someone, like, starts off on a creative uh, journey, like, their tastes are up here. Like, their tastes, like, they have a high standard of taste, but their, like, their abilities is at low level, like, a low standard. And, like, basically as you get better, your standards 
like improve along the way. Like so, basically, it's like you have this high taste. You have this like, like oh, this is fine wine, but then like you develop like pure shit, yeah. and like as you just get better at developing, like your your ta- like your ta- like your ability will match your your standards. Yeah, and you have to go through that process. Yeah, exactly. I think yeah, just brave. I think braving out that, or even just not even necessarily being brave about it, just understanding that that happens i feel like that that is the first step to any creative journey i realized that when you know when i wanted to when i wanted to fight people would would go well and this is not even like trained martial arts this is pretty much me just like brawling on the streets they go like so why would you want it like you could lose i was like yeah but i could also get better <laughs> like from from the, like why would you want that and I go like, why would I not want that? And yeah. that, that, that that didn't cross my mind, like from from there. But then I realized, like looking back, like oh, that was the that was the step of the artistic process. Like from whether I knew it, I wasn't thinking about it necessarily in those lines, yeah. like at the time. But yeah, that that was that was the thing. Kind of like a similar sense to when I started stand up comedy. It was actually for this. Uh, open mic like competition or this co- to like open for a comic and they my friends are like wait you never done comedy before i'm like time to start now and see what happens <laughs> it's like that's kind of i mean that's kind of i've thrown myself kind of into those things that's good yeah. it's really good yeah. yeah and i think yeah just i think just being willing enough to take that first step is is, is so critical into yeah. like any into any kind of creative journey because not a lot of people are willing to take that step no, for sure. Like a lot of people, like are quick to judge and like, like afraid to fail. Af- afraid to fail, and like so many people walk away from the finish or from not even the finish line. Walk from away from the start line. line. Yeah, exactly. They don't even start. Yeah, like yeah. And, like I'll, I'll be honest. Even though, like I've always wanted to do jujitsu, mm-hmm. I remember like the the first day, like I was in the parking lot. I was just like, oh fuck, do I want to do this? <laughs> <laughs> I was in the parking lot too when I first started martial yeah, arts like, for a uh, different reason. <laughs> I was there to go there. Yeah, <laughs> um, no, I was there to jump somebody. <laughs> uh, but like, uh, but. It's true. Like people are afraid to fail. People are afraid to like. Th- this is why. Like I hate when people like are quick to put other people down. I, like for example, with Conor McGregor. Like uh, like people like hate Conor McGregor. It's like, mm-hmm. like it's like oh he's fake. Like he's like he's not as good as he thinks he is. But the fact that like he puts himself out there, like talks all that shit, like uh, mm-hmm. and like puts out his goals and his visions. Like you know, to, to, he had that vision of being a, a two division champion. Yeah, and like a lot of people are like oh he's not good enough, and then he fucking accomplishes a uh, goal. Yeah, and like he put like, he definitely like along the way he could have like embarrassed himself. He eventually embarrassed. You know, it was it was embarrassing to lose to Dustin. Yeah. like and then you become a meme. Yeah. But like like a lot of that's pe- not stopping him. It's not stopping him. He's still yeah. like going. Like that's just part of the journey. So. Uh, like him or not, I he appears to be very authentic. Yeah, and I think that's important. Yeah, I think authenticity is extremely important, and I admire authenticity. Yeah, same here, same here. I don't like when people p- try to be like Connor, and it's an act. Yeah, it's an act because that that that's not them, and th- and that's why it's unsuccessful. Right. Yeah. No, for sure. Because, and and I think it's very because. Yeah, people. I mean, people will say you know Connor plays stuff up, but still, that's at his core. You believe who it because because yeah. that that is who he is. Yeah. Like from from there. So when people like when end of like end of summer when people try to be like that, that's not them. Ben <laughs> Rothwell. I <laughs> 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 like Cejudo. Yes. Yeah. Oh, it's so cringe. The king of cringe, dude. Yeah. Because it feels 
fake. Yeah. And then when you listen to him on the Joe Rogan podcast, he's not like he's that. He's not like that. He's a really like, like, like oh, he's a pretty decent person. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so it's like, just, just be that. <laughs> just be that. So. No. <laughs> Triple C. But yeah, and I guess when it comes to, I know that kind of authenticity, it it comes down to that internal editor, kind of. Yeah, curating kind of, yeah. what you put out there because yeah. you're afraid of. Yeah, you're afraid. if anything, I I mean, that's it's like letting go of that. Yeah, <laughs> or so, you some gotta people, let go. Yeah, yeah, if you want to be creative, you, there's a, a ton you have to just let. There's, go. there's a lot you kind of can't edit. And then, you know, yeah. kind of going back to the whole like afraid to like even like start. Some people are afraid to be themselves. Mm. Almost, so, I think if anything, kind of starts with that. Yeah. yeah, because if because what happens before someone wants to start something, they go, oh, I'm I'm not that. Yeah, and then they just kind of shut that off. Yeah, like from there, so. but they never allowed themselves a chance to be that. That's why I was so upset with the whole uh, like people trying to cancel Tony Hinchcliffe. Okay, for like the if you don't know, here it and starts. I, no, I'm just and I, we talked about this on poker night, but and like uh, so basically, uh, comedian Tony Hinchcliffe, uh, part of Joe Rogan's crew, like uh, he went on this, like uh, he followed this Asian comedian, and the Asian comedian's entire act was like about like stop Asian hate, like just being Asian, being Chinese. And the first thing Tony Hinchcliffe says, like, is just like, Hey, give it up for the fucking Oriental or give it up for the Oriental chink, everybody. Yeah. And like, what like, the thing is, and then he goes on like a little more, he goes on more like, uh, like just like, just like, uh, about like, on a tirade. Mm -hmm. But like, uh, for me, well, like I laughed at that first thing cause it was just so unexpected and it was like, the complete opposite of what the, like what the other pre that, that, that's what I found funny just mm -hmm. the contrast and like sometimes mm -hmm. it goes over the top people like uh like people got upset rightfully so but including comedians and like they're like we're so sorry that happened to you to the Asian comedian but like for me what was so frustrating about that was like I, I, I don't know, I've always felt this way with comedy it's like you like you're not in this day and age you're not given the opportunity to fail like mm. in comedy, I mm. feel like you know, obviously you're getting booked, you're getting paid, be professional. I totally get that, but like in order, like I always felt like sometimes like in order to grow, you need to take chances. Oh, you, yeah. you need to like learn how to find that line. <laughs> like obviously, t I don't think Tony's going to be saying that anytime soon. <laughs> but like, uh, and but I feel like as comedians, like people should understand that like sometimes you just got to take a chance. Like sometimes it doesn't go your way. Sometimes like what if like it was a really funny. Like, what if, like, it really worked? Like, what if, like, like, like it would have been hilarious. Like, uh, mm -hmm. so, like, he, like I wouldn't say he would have been a genius, but, like, sometimes it's, like, it's easy, like, to, to point out the, the flaws in something, but sometimes it could, it could like work. Like, post facts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. Like, it was just, it's it just, because I feel like when other comedians get upset about what other comedians say, I feel it stunts creativity. Mm-hmm. Like mm -hmm. you're base, and then like it becomes like uh, it, it's basically it's it's the subjective part of it. It's like you're telling another person like what what stand up comedy is, like what material like you should and shouldn't say, and I I feel that stunts creativity and, and like, it's judgment, like we said. Yeah, it's, it's, and so it's, when it's the judgment. comedian buys into the judgment, then that it's that what stunt the creativity. Yeah, it, no, for sure, and I see the freedom. Yeah, yeah. In terms of that, I see that same thing in fighting all the time. Like everyone's the greatest when they're winning, but then all of a sudden they lose once. Oh man, they they suck. They they, they were Ferguson. never that good. Yeah, that's a, that's a thing. Just get just getting so much shit on. Yeah, like for for there, and it's like it's so. I mean, 
people or the audience can be so fickle. Yeah, exactly. Like, from, I think from, MMA yeah. fans are the worst. <laughs> I think like, they are the worst. Like, well, yeah, I, I think yeah. like like you know, it's like <laughs> hit him in the dick. <laughs> yeah, grab his dick and twist it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but like yeah. I, I feel or they like boo as soon as it gets to the ground. Exactly. USA. <laughs> USA. <laughs> like, fuck when they're both American. Oh, <laughs> yeah. well, we're none of American. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Uh, we just want to let them know they're unwelcome here. <laughs> <laughs> you see this? Not welcome. <laughs> But, uh, Great movie. Yeah, yes. But Ma- American History yeah, X. Oh, I, haven't, I haven't seen that before. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Uh, but, but, yeah, no, I'm, I mean, that's that's a thing. Wins, law, and it comes down to, yeah, taking the risk. Like, you know, you talk about Connor becoming a meme, and it's like, oh, yeah, I got, got, got knocked out. And it's funny just hearing, um, especially, I mean, being, you know, having fought myself and just being around fighters all the time. I understand it's like, hey, that took a lot yeah. to get, and that takes a lot for him to want to go back out there yeah. and fight the same guy, yeah. knowing like knowing what the outcome was. And if anything, I commend Dustin too because it took a lot for him to go out there, knowing what happened like the first time. I mean, I commend like every, any fighter. It's the Teddy out. Roosevelt "Man in the Arena" quote, you know? Yeah, exactly. All these people shitting on these people failing. Yeah, they are not the ones out there doing it. Yeah, yeah. they're not the ones risking it. Yeah. You know, from from there. And then it's like, I mean, looking back, I have my, my own fighting career because uh, I guess like one of my coworkers like found my fights and like asked about, oh, yeah, which one should I watch? I'm like, watch all of them. I mean, all of them are important. Wins, losses, it doesn't matter. It's, it's a like, part a, of your journey. yeah, it's yeah. all part of the journey. It's like, I can't, I can't just curate my life. I can't just edit my life. I'm like, oh no, just worry about these ones. These, the, <laughs> these, these ones right here. Moments. Yeah. This is like, me at my best. From, from there. Cause that, that's not real. That's not, it's like life isn't a movie like that yeah, where you can only show like the good parts. Like, well, it's kind of like social media. It's like yeah. people only post like, the good stuff. Yeah. Exactly. They only post like their like, wins. Hey, <laughs> I'm, at, I'm at the Grand Canyon with my happy family. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I yeah. hate you, dad. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't make sense. <laughs> yeah. No, for real. Yeah. Yeah. No, but yeah, but yeah, being yeah, that that authenticity of understanding. Oh yeah, no, all 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 the journey was was important. Yeah, all, all of it was what was was important, which is what makes it. You know, which that's would, what makes it you you exactly. Yeah, I mean, look at I mean Charles Oliver who just who just won so like the awesome. title, especially like just the amount of adversity, like because he came in like he was twenty twenty one years old. Yeah, and he started Ave- out ten eight and one. Yeah, yeah, like, so like, like from there. Yeah. Exactly. It's like there were a lot of moments where twenty-eight you know, he, fights in the UFC before getting the belt. Before yeah. getting, before yeah. getting the belt. It was it Jan yeah. Blachowicz? He was on the verge of getting cut. And yeah, like he, on the ver- on the verge of getting cut. Like lost like two or three straight. Yeah, like from from there, and <coughs> that's the thing. It's yeah. It's like dealing. If anything, the adversity makes it so much better. Yeah, and yeah. that kind of said so much because understanding you could see you go through the joy that oh, he yeah. felt when he won that thing. It was oh, amazing. Yeah. Well, just adversity in that fight alone. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 coming that alone yeah. was amazing. But that, it, yeah. that was like storybook, like, like you know, like, leading up to the fight, Michael Chandler and other people were saying like, like he doesn't he was, deal. He's a quitter. Yeah, he was a quitter, he's and like weak. that, that like showed yeah. like the he world, is not. like he he can like he can take it now, and like uh, mm. he can fight through that adversity. Mm. I forget like the and I don't want to push uh, the idea of this quote was just like, uh, like show me the the. I, Show me like the character of like uh, I don't care about the the fighter who goes undefeated, like I, I care about the fighter who's like lost a couple times along the way because like that just shows like they're like they're able to like bounce back and keep going forward. 
So I forget who said that, and I don't know if I said it correctly. But <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's not even a saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but, but, but there's a reason why like Rocky stories are yeah. powerful. Because yeah. I mean, he wasn't this world beater. You yeah, know? He, no, he lost. If anything, he wasn't ton. supposed to be there. No, yeah. in, in in the first place. Yeah. yeah, like from there, but but made his way there. I think I think that's a thing, and just having um, yeah, just be. I think just being willing to take to take that risk, you know, because I mean. For for Oliveira, at any point during his losing streak, he could just like you know what maybe this isn't maybe this isn't what for I want to want to do yeah. like like for sure but like just to have uh, ha- have the belief have a rock you yeah. know in his corner <laughs> what, yeah. what is that rock it's that rock it's well it, like yeah. it reminds me of uh, this other book that I full book that I read <laughs> fully read well like, it kind of like, <laughs> yeah. what you're just saying it's like should I even keep going like should I like fight through this there's this book called the dip that I read and basically any like everything like uh, everyone experiences the dip like basically like that wall that burial like barrier that that you that at that tipping point where it's like is this even worth it should I fight through this Mm -hmm. and basically Mm -hmm. what the book like uh, says is like sometimes it's okay to walk away from that dip Mm -hmm. like if you like basically it's like if if the end result of what you're like seeking is if it's worth it and it makes sense Mm -hmm. fight through the dip but if you like, if you honestly feel like that, it may not be the route that you want to take. It's okay to walk away from that. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. like, that's just what resonated with me as far as like. Uh, I guess you're... if you're a quitter. <laughs> well, no, like, cause it's, it's... and that's why no one will remember your name. <laughs> I, I guess, like, I mean, yeah, that's true. No, I, no, no, I, I, no. If you want to pivot to a yeah. different. Thing that's it's like totally pivoting valid. to it towards a different mission. That's yeah. totally you know, valid. like like from there and realizing that some it's almost like a well. Now we're talking about the fights again, it's like when Tony. Oh man, Tony not not tapping to the to this oh mission. Oh my gosh! Yeah. which is like yes, commendable, but then also on a point of like just health wise, like maybe like a lot. A, it's still gonna be a loss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like from there, but you're not winning yeah. the fight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What if I didn't though? <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah what yeah. if he came back yeah. and did what Charles True. did? In the he would look like a genius, yeah, yeah. Oh, exactly. for doing so. Yeah, yeah. but he took that risk. Yeah, he, he, he took through the yeah. dip. Yeah, fighting through that dip, and it's. I I just I guess yeah. it's totally valid and and fine and to pivot to something else that you love, but just don't look for the absence of the dip because it's going to be everywhere. Like everywhere the, the, you try the, to pivot the, to. Yeah, like, exactly. If, if you're, pivoting, yeah. pivoting if you're, if avoid, you're avoiding the dip because of the dip, that's not that's the reason. Not the exactly. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Oh no, if I just stop, but I think a lot of people kind of default to that choice. Yeah. Or they don't even get to the point where there is even a dip. So they just don't do anything. Yeah. They'll yeah. just do nothing. They paralyze you know. themselves. Yeah. I remember a show in senior year of high school mm-hmm. and it was, uh, I was in the jazz band also, mm-hmm. and our conductor allowed my rock band to play. Mm-hmm. We were going to, the jazz band was going to play at a school dance, yeah. which was a pretty big deal. Oh, wow. And, okay. And he also allowed us and this other rock band to play Okay. Uh, a, a few songs. Yeah. And I bombed the harder, <laughs> like maybe, the, maybe yeah. possibly... <laughs> I don't know if it was the hardest I bombed ever, but especially at that but, time. But at that, yeah. but it, it definitely because I've, <laughs> I've 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 had terrible shows since then. Yeah, but it that one felt the worst. Yeah, I, for whatever reason, it was what, it yeah. was the it was the big it was my it was my dip moment. It was yeah. just like I remember 
Oh. Uh, packing up my gear after that, just saying, <laughs> I, I can't, I'm not going to, I don't want to feel this ever again. I, yeah. I don't yeah. want to do this. Yeah. I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. How'd but, you overcome it though? Like, how'd you uh, fight through that? Um, just uh, <laughs> I did it short term. No, 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 <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, no. I, it was just like, I had enough short term memory where it was just like once, like the next day, it just stung less. And it was just like, no, I love music too much. Like, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> like, I didn't. I didn't have to dwell there too long, but I remember that was an awful, awful, awful feeling. I mean, you guys probably, probably bombed before. Oh, I, I, oh. I've bombed before, but like the worst like the feeling was also it happened in high school. Those are yes. all my peers like, yeah. Yeah. judging me. Especially like, just, think of it. it like, you're you're so... that age where yeah. it's like everyone... Like, I mean, that you kind of exter- so yeah, that external gratification is so important. Yeah. yeah. Like so, so what ended up happening was I was on the football team. I was the center, like, and uh, so I hiked the ball, and we were doing a pep rally. And our team sucked. Like we, like <laughs> we were, like we, we were winless. Like our team was horrible. Our like, team, our team won state. Like, uh, yeah, it must be nice. Like, <laughs> must be. Oh, congrats! Like, <laughs> no, like I, I but the, okay. I so, wasn't. I wasn't on the team. So wasn't my accomplishment. Uh, but like, so what ended up happening was like, uh, we were just gonna run a, uh, we were gonna run a pass play. Like we we're gonna like like shotgun snap it and then just throw it into the end zone. Like in front of the your classmates. Yeah, I fumbled a snap. <laughs> oh! And like and you could just hear the boos from the and then like I got brutal. Yeah, boo this man because because we sucked anyway. Like we were a oh, t- oh, terrible no. team and like I just remember feeling the shittiest and like I was like. Uh, I remember, like, my teammates were trying to pick me up, like, hey, don't worry about it. And as I was getting back to the locker, I was like, okay, cool, cool. And then, like, I remember, like, a, like, a classmate of mine walked in, I was like, hey, aren't you the center? <laughs> and then I was just like, I felt like, shit. It, was, it was just embarrassing. And, yeah. like, uh, but, like, eventually, like, you get over it. Yeah. And then, uh, we, we eventually, uh, for that specific season, though, we didn't win a, a single game. We went, <laughs> we went 0-9-1. and one. Oh! We got, we got a tie. The funny thing about that is okay. the, the, the other team that we tied with was also... Oh and nine. <laughs> it was a gentleman's agreement. <laughs> so well, guys, we won't go zero and ten. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, oh, we it won't. was the last game of the season, and we were both zero and nine. Someone's so O the, must go. Yeah. So uh, no, so, uh, <laughs> no one's O went away. Someone's going to get a win. No. Nope. <laughs> it was just funny because we were both going into the game. We're like, oh, it'd be funny if we tied. And then at the end of the game, we're like, how the fuck did that happen? <laughs> So like oh. uh, it was it was the shit bowl as what other people. <laughs> oh. <Yeah. laughs> Good times. Yeah. Uh, oh man. No, but but it's um yeah embarrassing moment. But it is funny because you know I can think of embar- But it's funny how embarrassing moments, especially when like I, I think that that is kind of the key. Like because when you're younger, when you're in your teens, that external kind of gratification or like the external. Um, validation yeah validation from other people is like so important so, to you that's, that's an all time high yeah like for the, for, for your peers right like, to, to, to know you that's uh, yeah that's yeah it's, it's just interesting how 
it kind of creates like kind of a boiling point because you know even though i mean you guys are well past that yeah you know you're old but like <laughs> but realizing it's like oh yeah like it's funny how still like to that point that that still resonates that's yeah. like oh that's a core memory yeah right that's trauma for sure like for sure sometimes trauma it doesn't have to be like severe like that but, but it's perspective yeah because exactly. like to you that was like yeah, because that you that was because and that's the thing. If anything, for the trauma to happen, it it occurred because of how attached you are to the thing. Yes, you know, because if you didn't care so much about being good in a band, or if you didn't care so much about yeah about football, about football yeah, then that wouldn't that that would carry no way. You're like ah, whatever, just no, yeah. just, just brush. It. That was like a math test. Like ah, well, math. Yeah, who needs that? As an Asian, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, it's that. When you when you experience that, or as more often than not, kids at that time who are afraid to experience that, that's when creativity starts to yeah. to die. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. it's like the, the editor if becomes you stronger. You're like, oh, yeah. nope, not doing that again. Right. <laughs> if you succumb to that, that's not that's not yeah. good. No, it's uh, but yeah, I th- I think yeah that the dip. I think that's I think that that that's a very important like kind of concept. It's like, I, th- I think, yeah. And avoiding things just to avoid the dip. That's not, a, it's not, the, I mean, it's not yeah. like, it's like what you said. It's, it, the point of the book wasn't like every time you face a dip, like it isn't like to, to avoid it, but like mm-hmm. sometimes like, you know, like uh, it's okay to fight through the dip, but there's also other times like, like what you're saying to, to pivot. Right. So like just knowing when, like uh, wh- whether or not the end result is worth the dip. No, for sure. I think because, I think the pivot is important too, because realizing what's a losing battle, or realizing what's not like a, what's not really re- reaping like returns for you. Yeah, that's like, kind of how I felt with stand up. Yeah, like uh, like, uh, and we we've talked about this a lot off offline, mm-hmm. but it's kind of like uh, the part of the reason why I walked away is kind of like, ah, do I even want to like mm-hmm. do what I like. Like, cause I got a chance to see what it was like to be a full time yeah, headline yeah. comedian, mm-hmm. like that just just works the road nonstop. And I just realized like, oh, that's not what I want. Yeah. So like, so, so if I'm able to, like, and I even like joke with uh, this one, like this one co- uh, comedian that mentored me, uh, Spencer James, mm-hmm. like he kind of gave me insight and like, mm-hmm. he, he took me under his wing and like, we, we had a good relationship. And then I even like thanked, like I told him at the end of like the, uh, like towards the end of our, like we were talking a lot. I was just like. Thanks for saving me ten years of my life, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like because yeah, yeah. I because I realized like that's not the route I want to go personally. So mm-hmm. like I just I'm like you know I, I, I'm pivoting. Like, say I'm heading in the same direction, but just like a different route. So, right. Yeah. Like a little fork in the road. Yeah. yeah. But totally at least fine. you explored it though. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. I, 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 I think more often than not though, I think people quit too soon before yeah. hitting that point. Yeah. 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 So, and, and I, they haven't. They usually haven't even seen the real dip. They get yeah. scared of this little bump. It's yeah. Like, it's like oh no. <laughs> They, they take it for some. Oh no, kind of pie. Okay, let's yeah, get out of here. It's not even yeah. the dip. No, I think no, and I, I definitely reached like you know points of that in my in my life as well, especially like in terms of you know martial arts, like just being a fighter, like in general. It's mm-hmm. like because you know I'm getting to the point where the, what what is what is worth it in terms of that, in terms of like pursuing like a fighting career, yeah. and that's like uh, especially no, especially reaching like this age where I didn't think oh wow I didn't think I would get to this point like from there. Because, like, realize, oh, I'm no longer, like, 16. And yeah. uh, just, like, oh, I can just, I can just fight, like, forever. And, the, and, the, and then that'll be it. Realizing, oh, what? There's, like, 
there, there's like I guess there's other things in life other other than fighting. Yeah. And it's and it's weird. I was like, oh wow, I never thought. Uh, like yeah, like the Pacholo like of half this age would never would never, never thought that there would be a point that. like nonsense. That's <laughs> that's when we're dead. Yeah. <laughs> like. Well, there. you know, as yeah. you get older, you learn more. You like you realize your own mortality. Yeah. Like, uh, like, like, I guess, like, because uh, if you would have asked me seven years ago when I was like in the grind of comedy, yeah. like I was very judgmental for like people like who like how didn't, dare they like <laughs> yeah. who didn't like hit it as hard as I did and like uh, like who would quit. And I'm like, why would you quit this like awesome career? And then when, when I'm in their positions like seven years later, I'm like, oh, that's why. Like, <laughs> that's why. That's why. Ah, I, see I get it. it. Like I, 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 it makes I, sense now. I so. see. It. Yeah. yeah but then when it comes to like the the pivot point i guess like especially for me in terms of martial arts it's like okay so if i'm not becoming a fighter am i still like doing martial arts and then the answer for me is like yes yeah. because like why why wouldn't i in terms of that and i think it's like i think the pivot is important to realize like you're it's still if anything this was the direction i was gonna head towards to anyway but it's like a different like it's a different pathway than than what i thought it was gonna yeah. be right like the beginning it's like an alteration in terms of the mission yeah in terms of the goals like and that's there. okay that's okay yeah, yeah. exactly I th and i think it's just being willing to still keep exploring the pathway or just like having your energy having just a creative outlet in general yeah is what's important because i feel like sometimes how some people react to like it's not even a pivot. It's like, oh well, just full stop. Stop. Not do it. Not no, do anything. I won't feel that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I got it. Yeah. Like from from there. Yeah. But also, don't uh, if you have a family, don't quit your day job to pursue this job that doesn't pay. <laughs> have, have a I, for I just, a quitters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sponsor yeah. me. <laughs> uh, but yeah, and and that's the thing. It's like weighing like weighing like weighing actions but i think if anything it kind of comes down to uh yeah kind of comes down to what what is freedom like for you and then also what what is the cost for that yeah and, and, and seeing seeing those so yeah, yeah. are you so asking me or no 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 not not really if anything i'm just kind of like kind of wrapping it up in terms yeah, of yeah, just oh, like sense, realizing yeah. like Cause there's a lot of things like in people's own lives that they realize like, okay, like are they, are they living their life? Like, like they want to live. Yeah. That, that they want to live. Yeah. yeah. If like, you know, if this, if it was all said and done and then this was it, would you look back and say like, Oh, this is, well, this, this is it. This, this is what you did. Cause that's kind of how I, if anything, that's kind of what helps me in terms of, I ask myself like, okay, at the end of each day, if this was the last day, if like if my eyes close and they don't open up again, well, I've said, oh, I've I've lived, I lived the life I wanted to live. Yeah, that's good. And I think that's, uh, I mean, that's really helped me. I actually had a conversation yeah. with someone close to me, like, uh, and uh, today actually, and like I, I asked him, I was just like, because you know he he's dealing with uh, health issues and everything, mm -hmm. and like uh, he like I I asked him, I was like, hey, like, are you happy? Like, if this were to end, like. Or did you get to do everything you wanted to do? And like, he was just like, without missing a beat, he's like, yeah. And like, not many people have that, like, uh, mm -hmm. like ability. I, I think like, uh, people like, like, I forget like what the actual quote was, but, and I know we got to wrap up, but yeah. like, uh, the, like, you, you, like, I guess you, your second life begins when you realize that you only have one life. Mm -hmm. So like, uh, at least for some people, they're already aware that like they follow their passions, but for others, they live a certain way and they realize it like, like halfway through like their life. They're like, Oh wait, this isn't what I want to do anymore. Mm -hmm. So yeah. 
Yeah, I think I think that's second life, or I guess like realizing realizing that there is an end, but realizing for everything to matter, it's got to end. Yeah, to to a certain point, True. because if because in in that case, that kind of that kind of gets that that kind of closed story, like from there. So I mean, like for me, when it comes to uh, looking at, wh- at whatever I'm doing, I'm realizing like, oh yeah, just. Uh, being creative, being willing to express myself—that's what's most important. I mean, there's some other things. Yeah. I mean, of course, there's like uh, resources that you need to like to live your life is important. But at the end of the day, I'm I'm not gonna be counting the money <laughs> that I have or like looking at the things. It'll be like, okay, what did like what did I experience? Like, what was like what was a uh, what was my life? Because that life isn't measured. <laughs> I guess well. I guess everyone's like has a perspective in terms of like how life is measured, but like at least for me, like I'll, I'm gonna measure my life with like what what I was able to experience, the stories I was able to uh, to affect, and the stories I was, I was able to create. Yeah. That's that's gonna be what was important to me. What's important well, to me yeah. is uh, uh, is like establishing like healthy relationships with others and just being like not to sound corny or anything, just being a positive influence because there's so much like shit like out there in the world like the negativity and i'm just like what's the point of adding to that so i just for the most part i try to be as positive as possible and just like you know like just leave a lasting impression on people so if anything it's it's um it's kind of sad that that is corny like yeah <laughs> you know yeah to yeah, be, yeah, be, yeah being right, positive because yeah. it's like why like when did it uh when i guess oh it's just cool to to like to, to be negative to, to be negative and, be and, to, and, to, and, and yeah yeah to be a hater but I think it, I think it just comes down to like that. that it's just kind of easier <laughs> that, yeah. that way because then you take less risk. Yeah, yeah that's why. How about you? I know any uh, parting words you want to say? Uh, I know. Oh, no, so much pressure. <laughs> <laughs> We're all judging creative. you. <laughs> yeah. Be more Speak creative. Care- yeah. Yeah. yeah, stop judging yourself. Yes. Be more creative. I think. Yeah, I think that 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 judging. If be authentic. Yeah. yeah. Because it's like. If you, if, if no one, if, <laughs> if you never get to know the real you, then does anyone ever? Right. Yeah. That's a good point. And then that's and, like, and then what does that relationship mean when they're, they're having a, a bond with something that's not necessarily who you really yeah. are? Yeah, when so it's, it's a facade. Like, yeah. yeah from, from they there. like your, your curated <laughs> they like portrayal the, of yourself. Yeah. yeah. You know, that's not as fulfilling as if they just actually liked you <laughs> I, I look at it it's very it's similar to you know when they have commercials of like fast food or like any kind of food all that food there is inedible <laughs> it looks great but like you, you that's like oh no it's that's not real that's that's not syrup that's motor oil yeah it's like an illusion exactly yeah. Yeah. it is it's like oh yeah that, that stuff that looks good that that's that motor oil, oil like, looks really good right now <laughs> I'm about to that, put them on my pancakes. That, that, that really would hit the spot. Yeah. I'm like, no, it's no. like, yeah. Do you think they're using like 1040W? <laughs> <laughs> Asking for a friend. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go like, pick up some on the way. <laughs> <sighs> I would also say, usually on this podcast, we we talk about the importance of skill acquisition and mm-hmm. we the, the virtues of that. And this one has been more about creativity. And I just want to bring it back full circle and talk about that that's an important that was that's been an important aspect of my creative journey is uh staying the course with 
leveling up my skills as a musician, it, it increases the palette with which you get to paint with. Mm, so, mm. or like in martial arts, the more moves you mimic and of someone else, yeah. and then you take that, that's more ingredients with which you can yeah. make it your own. That increases your toolbox. Yeah. Yes. Like, so I think it, it's not, I, I, I've, I've played with many musicians who were great at performing and, and very skilled at playing an instrument or singing. Uh, that weren't very creative, you know, mm. because they didn't stretch. They the, kind of just followed. Yeah, they didn't the, stretch yeah. the muscles we talked about before about freedom and yeah. and self expression and lack of judgment. But then on the converse, I've also played many. I've, I've experienced many artists who were very creative, but didn't like grinding out Got the it. skills yeah, and yeah, their yeah. the palette with which they had to draw from was limited, you know, mm. and it's like in that balance. Yeah. And all their songs kind of sound the same and maybe for them, that's all that they want to express. So mm-hmm. then that, and that's totally fine. Mm-hmm. You know, Goes if back that, to that subjectivity, if that's, yeah, if that's the palette with which they want, they only want to draw from that, then that's fine. But for me, the more I explore new skills, the cooler stuff I was able to write. So I think they go hand in hand and there's this delicate balance you need to strike if you want to be highly skilled and highly creative in mm. which the the routine grind is valuable for one thing yeah. but can stifle the freedom of the freedom creativity. of the other thing no so for, you need to sure. like stoke both those fires yeah it's like yeah it, it's that it is that balancing act like that that seesaw like from there because you know sometimes some of the most creative people are also the ones that <laughs> don't want to work but then sometimes the people that you know work the most are the, Aren't kind of le- the exactly. least creative it's like it's yeah. a, it's off Fine balance in that kind yeah. of way yeah, yeah. and I, th- I think that kind of leads I mean talk about the skill acquisition if anything it's sometimes like willing the willingness to be creative it's I would say sometimes the skill of that is the skill of like letting go of like letting go of judgment, letting go of yeah. expectations, yes. like from there. And it's like, it's a, it's a mental skill acquisition. Yes. Cause I think, I mean, all of us would agree. There was a point that we weren't as creative as we were, or weren't as willing to be as creative. And if anything, much as Endo was saying, it wasn't a matter of us adding something. It was us taking away like what was dampening the creativity. Yeah. Yes. What was blocking it? So, I think, yeah, going back to skill acquisition, it's like being willing, yeah, being being willing to take a take a risk, yeah, <laughs> being willing to find a purpose, being willing to, um, yeah, being willing to be creative, w- was the was 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 one of the key first steps toward towards that journey. Yeah, we can we can leave it with that. Nice. <laughs> Good times. Good. Good talk, guys. <laughs> Bye. Yeah. Bye.